I think we've got the video. Round it there, Roshi. So, you ever on standby? Do you? There you go. But that was the worst day of my life. The worst day of my life. My God, it was absolutely brutal. Good what one. happened? OTB AM live weekday mornings from seven thirty on the OTB Sports app. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? Eighteen plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net. Welcome to our horse racing tipping podcast. Mark your card here on Off the Ball. So excited about the new season over jumps. And Mark your card is an association with that way. Get money back as a free bet if your horse finishes second in a selected meeting every day. 18 plus only. T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. John Duggan here and joining me to talk about all things racing is the former Irish Grand National and Cheltenham Festival winning jockey, Katie Walsh. Katie, how is the form today? Hey, John. Great. Not a bother now. Yourself? Yeah, good, Katie. Uh, can't wait for the jumps. Uh, it's that time of year again, getting a bit colder. Um, looking forward to the, all the festivals and everything coming up. So um, looking at this weekend, Katie, what can we expect maybe? I think there's two stars, I suppose, in action. There's a Plutar at Haydock, the Gold Cup winner, and then that Constitution Hill, that really promising horse at Ascot. Yeah, you know, it's really starting to get going now. Obviously, Navin last weekend, and it's just that time of the year where we're going to see all these big guns back out. Thank God. It's great to have them. Um, yeah, absolute hard. Henry's horses are absolutely flying, obviously. And Violin was super up in down Royal, and absolute hard is on his road back to uh, retain his gold cup uh, next March and he's going to go the same road he went this time last year so he's going back to Haydock and on Saturday uh, I know Henry had a concern maybe thought the ground might be a little bit softer softer than what it was last year I think we've all been plagued with the rain uh, both sides of the Irish Sea but um, I don't think the rain is going to be a a problem Um, you know he absolutely sluiced up in the gold cup last year he bolted in in this race last year um, as well so um, I, I think it's I think it's um, fair to say that all eyes will be on him the weekend and we're all hoping that he'll do the job as well as he did it last year. He's still young enough as well, Kate. He's only eight. Yeah, he's eight going nine. Um, you know, uh, this is really in his prime, as they'd say, for a national hunt horse. Kind of eight, nine is really... Um, that's when they're at their peak. I mean, I don't know, does he even need to improve anymore? Um, he was so impressive all season last season. I mean, Leperstown maybe isn't his track, but he's so good in Haydock and he bolted up in the Gold Cup. I mean, it was unbelievable. One about 15, 16 lengths, you know, hard held at the end. You know, everyone, it was, it was such a taken performance and such a great ride by Rachel as well. So um, I don't even think he has to improve, John. So if he does improve, um, you know, I, I don't know what's going going to happen, but he doesn't have to improve to hang on to his um, Gold Cup um, at the minute anyway. And tomorrow we have Protector Ash, Bristol de May, Eldorado Allen and Frodon in the lineup. Anything that could trouble him? I'm sure Froden obviously um, has a, everyone has a soft spot for him you know he wears his heart in his sleeve he's such a good jumper um, but I think to be honest sure Rachel just take her time all of these horses like to be ridden handy most of them I could imagine her sitting in there behind the pace getting a bit of room a lot of jumping around Haydock a lot of fences up the straight and she'll um, make her challenge I'd imagine going down to the second last or somewhere between the second last and the last um, you know so um I don't think um, on form and um, we've these all of these horses have been around for a long time. There's no young gun there that there's a something that you might say this horse might put it up to him. Um, you know, he's beaten all these horses before and there's no reason why he won't do the same again tomorrow. 
Yeah, pretty straightforward. It should be for a Plutard at Haydock. Now, Constitution Hill, one of the most exciting prospects we've seen in a long time, trashed the field in that Supreme Novices hurdle at Cheltenham last season, 22-length winner. So he lines up with the Carl hurdle at Ascot over two miles and three furlongs. Is this a penalty kick? It should be. You know, um, if, if he's going to be a real champion hurl contender, this shouldn't be a problem. Um, you know, he was, you know, he's obviously unbeaten. He was brilliant all last season. He was brilliant in Cheltenham as well. Um, you know, listening to the reports of Nicky Henderson and what he has to say, he doesn't have a horse to work with him because he just seems to be going so easy. Um, obviously, this is a different kind of a, a trip for him over hurdles, two, three, but I can't see this being an issue to him. And if he's going to be a real proper champion hurl contender, he should sluice up as well. You already thinking, Katie, about the Constitution Hill versus Honeysuckle? Oh, I think we all are. You know, there 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 gets years where the divisions of the high class races aren't great for whatever reason. The novices from the previous year haven't maybe stepped up the way we thought, and um, but this year looks like um, you know it's going to be a very exciting um, champion hurdle, and uh, let's hope that they all. Let's hope he gets the job done tomorrow the way they think the way we think he's going to. Do it and uh, let's hope they all rock over to um, Chatham next March and um, answer all the questions that, that we're all looking for. He's a lot of scope. Do you see him as not only a champion hurdle horse, Katie, but potentially a Gold Cup horse in the future? Sure, I'd say they even haven't thought that, John. I'd say yeah. without doubt at the minute it's just been a champion hurdle. The only reason that he'd be going down the road of a Gold Cup is if for some reason tomorrow doesn't go well um, and his, he's not producing his form from last year. But I mean, that's, I mean, everyone, you know, I wouldn't imagine anyone is even going down that road. You know, listen, listening to Nicky Henderson, he seems to be extremely excited about him. I think he's improved again. You know, their only eyes are only on a, on a, champion hurdle and if he happens to bolt up in a champion hurdle he certainly won't be going down the road of a gold cup at at the minute I'd say it's just a champion hurdle focus I'm getting ahead of myself I'm so excited about the new season uh, Katie <laughs> um, looking to here at home on Sunday we got the Morgana hurdle uh, five runners declared William Mullins got a strong battalion so we have Sharjah one of the four Stateman uh, Tihupu Jesse Evans and Saldier so Sar- Sharjah like Patrick Mullins was speaking about it during the week Katie that uh, it's a great servant. He thinks that's the horse to be the charger. Yeah, sure. They've had a great, great time of it, you know, for the last couple of seasons after picking up a couple of great ones after winning this race for the last two years in a row, obviously, and goes back to Dublin Racing Festival to win the Irish Champion Hurdle a couple of times as well. You know, they have a huge association together and he's been a horse of a lifetime for Patrick. But um, I don't think he's going to maybe win on Sunday. I think for me, the horse is probably... Paul's horse um, estate man he won the county hurdle really really well he came back and he bolted up in a good novice back in Punchestown I mean we know that Patrick's horse can't win a champion hurdle but there's a possibility that state man might be a, a champion hurdle contender so for that reason I'm going to go with Paul Townend and state man So he won over the distance at Cheltenham and he was quite a cosy winner of the county hurdle I believe it was so there's a lot of improvement possibly to come from state man we don't know how good state man is well, we know how good Sharjah is, and yeah. we know he's a very good horse. But we, but we know he's not a champion hurdle horse. I mean, but there is this is a young gun that's stepping up, bolted up in a county hurdle, came back and sluiced up back in Punchestown in a Grade Two. So there's we know everything there is to know about Sharjah, but we don't know everything there is to know about Stateman. So if he was to bolt up here on Sunday, and he would have to do that to be a champion hurdle contender, but if he was to do it, that will put him in a champion hurdle mix.
it's hard to really make an argument for the others, isn't it, uh, Katie? Like Tio Poo has had a couple of disappointing runs behind him. Jesse Evans is a good horse, one at Tipperary. I was down, down there recently, but might, might be more of a handicap horse. And Saldier's got also got a, a few poor runs behind him as well. Yeah, Saldier has been knocking around for a couple of years as well. I mean, I think he's obviously been a, hard, a bit of a hard horse to train. Um, his seasons are in and out. Um, I mean, Tia Poo looked like a very exciting horse, but his runs are very inconsistent. Uh, there's definitely a good engine there when they get everything right. Um, you know, it's not maybe quite the field we thought it was going to be during the week, but it still is a good race. I'm delighted to see Stateman there and um, there'll be no hiding place anyway. Now, there's also a decent Florida Pearl Navis chase. Um, I don't know if any horse catches your eye here. You have Am I Right, Final Orders, The Devil's Coachman. They've all recent wins under their belts. And Manella Crooner, I remember I really liked him as a novice hurdler over long distance races last year. He was an exciting horse last season. Didn't really run that well at the Punchestown Festival, but I haven't given up on him. Yeah, pulled up for some reason the last day, John, and I don't know why. Um, that that has to be a concern. Um um, the Devil's Coachman is there as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. In yeah, the McManus really like colors, yeah. Yeah, uh, I really like him. Um, you know, he's lots of experience over fences, and uh, he won. Re- he hangs on to plenty, but he run. He won. Sorry, really, really well in Galway the last day. Um, I think for me, um, he's the one to take out of this, and he's a nice price at uh, four to one as well. Now, Betway have given us a 50 euro Charlie bet for this weekend's horse racing. Uh, I don't know what you think of this, Kenny, but I'm going to go for two tomorrow. 315 at Ascot. I'm going to go for Boot Hill at nine to two, a fifth of the odds, the first three places for 15 each way. And at 335 at Haydock tomorrow, 20 win on Houston, Texas at 100 to 30. The reason I'm going for Boot Hill, he won the last time and has got a lot of weight in hand on Edward Stone, who's making a seasonal reappearance on Houston, Texas. I was only got 10 stone five in a distance chase at Haydock where it does get quite soft. So he won last time. That's the rationale there anyway. Yeah, well, listen, they're two good calls. You know, I think for me with Boot Hill, you know, he'd want to be getting that weight out, off of Edgewinstown. Like, obviously, he sluiced up in an Arkle. Would Boot Hill win an Arkle? I don't think so. But the fact that he is getting this kind of weight off, I think that's a good shout. Um, for me, will I go with my charity bets? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Uh, my father runs a horse called Kildari on Sunday in Cork in a handicap chase. I'm not too sure what price he is, but um, I would definitely like to have a few quid in him each way. And uh, I think the Devil's Coachman at 4-1 will win the Florida Pearl Chase as well on Sunday. What we'll do is we'll split it all. We'll split mine and yours, Katie, and uh, we'll get Betway to sort it out and give us the charity bet for that. So um, we'll look, looking forward to seeing your dad's horse run on Sunday in Cork. It's the start of a new campaign. We're all excited. We all have our 10 to follow lists. We all have our maybe our anti-post small vouchers and, and obviously responsible betting. But do you have a couple of horses maybe to give us to follow for the season? Yeah, um, I have one English horse and two Irish horses. I have uh, Prosima. Uh, Prosima, I don't even know what really way to pronounce it. A P-R-O-S-C-H-E-M-A. He's a horse of Dan Skelton's that bolted up in Weatherby last time. Um, he heads off to Newbury for the long walk next weekend and I think he's a massive price for the stairs hurdle and that's the road he's going to go I mean every bit as good as Home by the Lee was in Navin the last day I thought this horse was equally as good in Weatherby to be proper grade two season campaigners I think he's a massive price I think he's one to follow for what looks like a wide open 
Stairs hurdle. Um, there's a mayor uh, of Gordon Elliott called Deeply Superficial and she absolutely sluiced up in Galway last month and she looks like she could have a, a good future in the mayor's races this season. And there's another mayor as well from the same yard called Harmonia Maker who won in Fairy House last week, belonged to Gordon as well. And uh, I thought she just looked a little bit above above average. I thought she was a bit special. This is top information, Katie. This is brilliant stuff. We have got to get the notebook out now or listen back to this and take these down and, and, and our listeners are going to get great value out of these following these horses. Remember, folks, mark your card in association with Betway. Get money back as a free bet if your horse finishes second in a selected meeting every day. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. Katie, you're still riding now. She's still involved in the in the yards and racing with Ross oh. Sullivan and John, I'm flat to the boards. Uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's um, super, thank God. Yeah, Ross is really busy. He's got 55 or 60 horses over there, mixed between flat and jump. And um, and that's um, Ross's yard, which is beside the house, thank God. And then Dad has got about 25 National Hunt horses. And then I've got um, a good few breeze of horses as well. So there's no shortage of four-legged animals anyway. That I can tell you. And a couple of dogs thrown in there as well. So there's great fun being had. What's the name of that horse, the grey horse? Is it Baldeel or I can't remember the name? It was Baldezeel. Baldezeel. Yeah, yeah. Ah, she was a super mare owned by a lovely woman called Zorka Wentworth, who lives over in England, herself and her husband Charles. And uh, yeah, she came from France, and she was ah, she was a very special mare for myself and Ross. Um, was lucky enough to win a national trial on her in Punchestown, and rode her in an Irish national and an English national, and. Um, yeah, she's been. Then she went to France actually, and Paul Townend rode her. Maybe I was the problem, John. She won a, she won a, <laughs> she won, she won a, a very good graded race um, over in uh, France, which was a really uh, special weekend. It was a couple of years ago now, but we're still looking for another one. So we'll keep the head down and keep looking. And has Ted got another papillon in the yard potentially? Uh, listen, there's a couple. There's a bunch of nice young horses there. You know, we, we keep the dream alive and. Um, uh, obviously any second now is there you know he's not getting any younger but he's been a great flag bearer for the yard been a real a couple of really exciting exciting seasons with them with the national in mind for the last couple of years he's been unlucky but um, yeah you know he's back again he's in great form and um, hopefully he'll he'll um, give us another good run at the season and dad's a couple of young horses yeah so everyone everyone is um, everyone's happy so far Katie great chatting to you as always enjoy the weekend's race and speak soon same to you, John. Take care. Thank you very much for having me. And we're back next week with more World Cup and horse racing previews on the Mark Your Card podcast here on Off The Ball. Mark Your Card, in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net.